Stop the cap. <laughs> Stop the cap right now. Stop the cap. No and in the latest lineup of actually accredited, well, air quotes, but you know, to what the normies and the mainstream will struggle to not recognize a credible sources coming out and saying, yeah, lab leak, it likely came out of COVID, or uh, it likely came out of the Wuhan market. I feel really bad for John Storr, but that's for a later episode. Now, <sighs> we are seeing more and more government officials and agencies come out saying that this is, in fact, a lab leak issue. This is gain of function, so on and so forth. Something that we have been reporting here for the longest fucking time. Like, this is old news, anyone actually paying attention? Hear me for a second here. Just some Epsom I'm going to throw in the uh, in the description. Because I've been covering, you know, this very obviously being a lab leak for a very long time. For example, an episode that literally no one has ever listened to. No one has ever listened to this episode because no one watched back then at all. From the S- September 25th, 2021, an episode I did, CCP Defector says China released COVID on purpose to cripple world's military. That is the interesting one. And he's not the only defector. Since this episode has come out, multiple defectors have said the same thing. And hopping over here. From Inside Four Walls, September 22nd. Mainstream media says doing your own research is harmful, and former FDA commissioner says six feet social distancing is arbitrary. And no one knows where the idea of maintaining six feet apart came from, while mainstream narratives about Trump has multiple experts in virology afraid to come out in early January of 2020 to say COVID-19 likely came from Wuhan Institute of Virology. And hopping over here... From December 20th, 2022. This episode's actually a little bit older than that, but okay. Police seize on COVID-19 tech to expand global surveillance. Big Brother goes global. Translation. A lot of people who opted to have, like, you know, passport and things downloaded on their phone, so on and so forth. A lot of the tech software and whatnot is made in China, and the Chinese government has access to all this information, and they're tracking you through that shit. Your digital passport, or your little whatever the fuck in your finger, your little chip thing. Yeah, hate to break it to you. But all these episodes, I will leave a link to in the description below. And, (laughs) well, I have a few articles to get into with this one. This has been a story I have been like a rabid dog on garbage day on the tail end of this bumper of this garbage truck. Now let's watch this clip and get into these articles. Dr. Redfield, did you agree in your opinion with Dr. Anderson's assessment at the time that this virus did look engineered? I was concerned because of uh, the presence of the furin cleavage site that we've talked about. And I think it's important to understand what that cleavage site does. 
that cleavage site totally changes the orientation of the binding domain of COVID. So it now, which could not see the ACE2 receptor, which is the human receptor, it totally changes the orientation now. So it has high affinity for a human receptor. So that furin cleavage site bothered me. It didn't seem that it belonged there. And then when you look at the sequences that it used, and it's beyond the committee, but I know many of you have looked into it, the sequences that they used in those 12 nucleotides for arginine were the arginine sequences nucleotide triplet that coded for the human arginine. So why did this virus have the arginine sequences for human there, not bad. It was very disconcerting to me. It looked like this virus was engineered. Was this, what you're observing and speaking of, is this something that would be in line with gain of function research and the capabilities it would provide to the virus? Yeah, I mean, basically this lab published in 2014 that they accomplished in this allowing the coronaviruses that they were working with in the lab to bind to the ACE2 receptor in humanized mice. And the only way they did that was by reorient the binding domain. And it was clear to them at this time that that was likely the issue in their private conversations. Um, yet by February 4th, a paper on the origins of COVID is drafted by four participants of the February 1 conference call. One of those participants, Dr. Anderson, completely reverses himself in an email to the president of EcoHealth, Peter Dozik, and says the main crackpot theories going around at the moment relate to this virus being somehow engineered, and that is demonstrably false. Um, my question to you, Mr. Redfield, did you know of any evidence that they had found within three days from February 1st to February 4th to be able to confirm that it was not created in a lab? Um, as I mentioned earlier, unfortunately, I was excluded from those conversations, uh, which I found retroactively very disappointed since I was obviously a virologist and very engaged, and I actually had asked Jeremy Farrar, Tony Fauci, and Tedros to have these conversations. And then to be excluded, I found unusual. I do think it illustrates one point that's worth really focusing on. When you, when you have a group of people that decide there can only be one point of view, that's problematic. And I'll keep going saying it's antithetical to science. And unfortunately, that's what they did. I can tell you, Dr. Redfield, that is the case. It's very problematic because how people suffered in this country from those, uh, what I would call, um, tyrannical decisions using their, their positions of power um, and shutting down the country yeah, the way they did. I, I think people definitely do feel that way. Thank you. I yield back. All right. Now we're just going to scroll down here. Let's look at the first articles to see where I chose what I chose. There's no left sources really talking about this, so I scroll down here. Town Hall is the best. Oh. Well, it's 13 hours ago, but it's slightly darker. All right. Well, you know what? Change of plans. Switch. This has some videos, though. All right. So we'll do this one first because this one seems to have the higher factuality. <clears throat> Breaking. Former CDC head tells Marjorie Taylor Greene COVID was likely a result of gain-of-function research. Dr. Robert Radfield, a former director of the CDC and, pre uh, and prevention under Donald Trump. Oh, my apology. Who, while speaking with Greene, said that the COVID-19 virus looked as though... 
it was altered in a lab by a Roberto Wakewell Cruz. Nice, nice. Love to see it. Georgia Congresswoman Marjorie Taylor Greene spoke during a subcommittee on the coronavirus pandemic Wednesday, which focused on which, uh, sorry, which focused mainly on the origins of COVID and specifically whether COVID was made in a lab as or a result of a leak from the virology lab in Hubei Providence, China. Among those invited as witnesses was Dr. Robert Redfield, the former director of the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention under President Donald Trump, who, while speaking with Green, said that the COVID-19 virus looked as though it was altered in a lab. But see, this is a new thing. The FBI, as early as, like, uh, here, hold on. For example, right here, from October 30th, 2021, FBI identified as a lone agency to endorse lab leak theory after 90-day review. And they conducted this review starting day one of Trump announcing that COVID was in the country. 90 days later, they announced that the likeliest source of COVID was Wuhan, China. The the coronavirus virology research lab the fbi said it in 2021 and i reported on it then again links description below i've been doing this for a while i don't mean to seem like a dick but there's a lot of information that i definitely am not recollecting off the top of my head that i know i went into back then that i got missed or was ultimately proven to be true later on. So, just kind of want to, if you're interested, not so much to plug me, I make no money off of this website. Uh, we know this website has a monetization program on it. Besides, no one's listening here anyway. So I make nothing off this platform. You need to make an account to listen or whatsoever. It's just if you want the information. There's also links to other articles in the description of these podcasts that I'll be linking in the description below. So, just a good resource in general. Now let's check this out. Did you agree, in your opinion, with Dr. Anderson's assessment at the time um, that this virus... This is the same clip as this, right? Dr. Redfield, did you agree... Yep, okay, just double-checking. Do you agree in your assessment or that? It's important. Green asked... Um, virus is all right. Quote, it's important to understand what coverage site does. What cleavage site does. Okay. It changes the orientation of the binding domain of COVID. So now it could not see the ACE2 receptor. It totally changes the orientation now. So it has a high affinity for human receptors. It didn't seem that it belonged there, he said, asking why the virus had the arginine sequences, which is like, uh, it it seems to be like stitch work they found on different COVID cells. When they zoomed in on a microphone, they found stitch work on various cells of it. Disregard, I couldn't find it, but I, I'll tap the resourcefulness of the audience here because I can't find it immediately 
if I'm not mistaken, um, I thought it was the New York Post, and I thought they cited the Israeli Institute of Health. I could be mistaken. I think I might be because I can't find it. And I did every keyword I could imagine. Um, and they're talking about how under a microscope, there were clear lines that looked like stitches when you zoomed in on COVID cells, you know, like the virus itself, which is a genetic trait found, like, it was a sign that this thing was clearly manipulated and spliced with other, you know what, hold on, let me try something, nah, I'm giving up, I couldn't find it, anyway, TLDR, it looked like it was clearly modified under a microscope. I can't find that source or the article I thought I, I, I remembered reading. But if anyone out there listening you might have it, please link it in the description below. You will get a thank you in the next episode. Uh, green acid. They're saying something that would be in line with gain-of-function research, to which Redfield answered, yeah. Last week, the Federal Bureau of Investigation Director Christopher Wray confirmed in an interview with Fox News that his agency believed the lab leak hypothesis was the most probable explanation for the origins of COVID-19. Quote, the FBI has, for quite some time now, assessed the origins of the pandemic are most most likely a potential lab leak incident in Wuhan, Wray said. He wanted to explain that the FBI, quote, has folk has folks, agents, professionals, analysts, virologists, microbiologists, etc., who focus specifically on the dangers of biological threats, which includes things like novel viruses like COVID, and the concerns that in the wrong hands, some bad guys, some hostile nation state, a terrorist, a criminal, the threats that it could pose. Hmm. Not bad points. And again, you play God, there will be consequences of it in fucking inevitably. Now, let's hop over here. Essentially the same article, this is the one I was going to read earlier, has some different information in it too that I think we can glean some information from. Here's what the former CDC director says is the likely cause of the greatest pandemic the world has seen. Testifying on Capitol Hill Wednesday morning, former Center for Disease Control director Robert Redfield was asked about benefits, about the benefits of dangerous gain-of-function research, the Frankensteining of viruses to make them more lethal or infectious to the humans, or to humans, to the humans. When asked if he could point to a single pandemic gain-of-function research had prevented. Redfield couldn't give an example and instead pinned the latest pandemic on the practice. Right here from a select subcommittee on the coronavirus pandemic. Ooh, okay, I'll drop that bitch a follow later. I'm busy. Uh, at Rep. Brad Winstrup. Has gain of function stopped a pandemic in your opinion? Dr. Redfield, no. Uh, quote, no, in the country, on the contrary, I think it probably caused the greatest pandemic the, our world has seen. So one, one other path of questioning for you, Dr. Redfield. Proponents of this research claim it may result in vaccines or maybe even stop a pandemic. Dr. Redfield, has gain-of-function created any life-saving vaccines or therapeutics to your knowledge? Not to my knowledge. Has gain-of-function stopped a pandemic, in your opinion? No, on the contrary, I think it probably caused the greatest pandemic our world has seen. Do you find any tangible benefits 
uh, to gain-of-function research at this time? I personally don't, but I do want to stress, I think the men and women that support it are people of good faith because they truly believe it's going to lead to a potential benefit. I disagree with that assessment. Moving on. Back in, the er- back in early 2020, in the first stage of the pandemic, Redfield publicly stated he believed the virus escaped from a lab despite his assertions being correct and now backed by the FBI, the Department of Energy, and the Department of Energy, he received death threats. He was also cut out of meetings with then-National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Disease Director Anthony Fauci. The former... Ah... Uh, should have midget the fucking door while he got left of his own accord, so it's not that was fun. Director Anthony Fauci, former director of the National Human Genome Research Institute, Francis Collins. Is that article right there? Given the Wuhan Institute of Virology had received NIH grants to perform gain-of-function research, Fauci and Collins worked together to squash the lab leak theory and destroy the careers of scientists who dared to publicly entertain it. Right here. Will it load? Please load. Okay, it might not load. So we're gonna hop over here and watch this real quick. Playback speed, bop. Dr. Fauci. We don't know whether the pandemic started in a lab in Wuhan or evolved naturally, but we should want to know. Three million people have died from this pandemic, and that should cause us to explore all possibilities. Instead, government authorities, self-interested in continuing gain-of-function research, say there's nothing to see here. Gain-of-function research, as you know, is juicing up naturally occurring animal viruses to infect humans. To arrive at the truth, the U.S. government should admit that the Wuhan Virology Institute was experimenting to enhance the coronavirus's ability to infect humans. Juicing up super viruses is not new. Scientists in the U.S. have long known how to mutate animal viruses to infect humans. For years, Dr. Ralph Barrick, a virologist in the U.S., has been collaborating with Dr. Shi Zengli of the Wuhan Virology Institute, sharing his discoveries about how to create super viruses. This gain-of-function research has been funded by the NIH. The collaboration between the U.S. and the Wuhan Virology Institute continues. Doctors Barrick and Shi worked together to insert bat virus spike protein into the backbone of the deadly SARS virus, and then use this man-made supervirus to infect human airway cells. Think about that for a moment. The SARS virus had a 15% mortality. We're fighting a pandemic that has about a 1% mortality. Can you imagine if a SARS virus that's been juiced up and had viral proteins added to it, to the spike protein, if that were released accidentally? Dr. Fauci, do you still support funding of the NIH funding of the lab in Wuhan? Senator Paul, with all due respect, you are entirely and completely incorrect that the NIH has not ever and does not now fund gain-of-function research in the Wuhan Institute. Do they fund Dr. Barrick? We do not fund You fund gain, Dr. Barrick's gain-of-function research? D- Dr. Barrick does not doing gain-of-function research, and if it is, it's according to the guidelines, and it is being conducted in North Carolina. You don't think inserting a bat virus spike protein that he got from the Wuhan Institute into the SARS virus is gain-of-function? That you is would not... be a minority because at least 200 scientists have signed a statement from the Cambridge Working yeah. Group saying that it is gain-of-function. Well, it is not. And if you look at the grant, and you look at the progress reports, it is not gain-of-function, despite the fact 
that people tweet that. So do you still support it? sending money to the Wuhan Virology Institute? We do not send money now to the Wuhan Virology Institute. We support sending money. We did, under your tutelage. We were sending it through EcoHealth. It was a sub-agency right. and a sub-grant. Do you support the money from NIH that was going to the Wuhan Institute? Let me explain to you why that was done. The SARS-CoV-1 originated in bats in China. It would have been irresponsible of us if we did not investigate the bat viruses and the serology to see who might have been or, or perhaps it would be impossible to send it to the Chinese government that we may not be able to trust with this uh, knowledge and with this uh, incredibly dangerous viruses. Government scientists like yourself who favor gain-of-function research. I don't favor gain-of-function research in Chinese were saying things that are not correct. Government defenders of gain-of-function such as yourself say that COVID-19 uh, mutations were random and not designed by man. But interestingly, the technique that Dr. Barrett developed forces mutations by serial passage through cell culture, but the mutations appear to be natural. In fact, Dr. Barrett named the technique the noceum technique because the mutations appear naturally. Nicholas Baker of the New York Magazine said, nobody would know if the virus had been fabricated in a laboratory or grown in nature. Government authorities in the U.S., including yourself, unequivocally deny that COVID-19 could have escaped the lab. But even Dr. Xi in Wuhan wasn't so sure. According to Nicholas Baker, Dr. Xi wondered, could this new virus have come from her own laboratory? She checked her records frantically and found no matches. That really took a load off my mind, she said. I had not slept for days. The director of the gain-of-function research in Wuhan couldn't sleep because she was terrified that it might be in her lab. Dr. Barrick, an advocate of gain-of-function research, admits the main problem that the Institute of Virology has is the outbreak occurred in close proximity. What are the odds? Barrick responded, could you rule out a laboratory escape? The answer in this case is probably not. Will you, in front of this group, categorically say that the COVID-19 could not have occurred through serial passage in a laboratory? I do not have any accounting of what the Chinese may have done, and I'm fully in favor of any further investigation of what went on in China. However, I will repeat again, the NIH and NIAID categorically has not funded gain-of-function research to be conducted in the Wuhan Institute of Virology. We support it in the U.S. We have 11 labs doing it, and you have allowed it here. We have a committee to do it, but the committee has granted every exemption. You're, you're fooling with Mother Nature here. You're allowing super viruses to be created with a 15% mortality. It's very dangerous. I think it was a huge mistake to share this with China, and it's a huge mistake to allow this to continue in the United States, and we should be very careful to investigate where this virus came from. I fully agree that you should investigate where the virus came from, but again, we have not funded gain-of-function research on this virus in the Wuhan Institute of Virology. No matter how parsing words, you're parsing you say words. it. There it was research. Happen. There was research done with Dr. Xi and Dr. Barrett. They have collaborated on gain-of-function research where they enhanced the SARS virus to infect human airway cells, and they did it by merging a new spike protein on it. That is gain-of-function. That was joint research between the Wuhan Institute and Dr. Barrett. You can't deny it. Senator. All right. Oh, damn. Hold on. Oops. Exit that. All right, and we watched that. I think we listen. Make sure I do what Dr. Fauci said. Yep. All right. Now we're gonna hop on over here. FBI director says COVID pandemic likely caused by China lab leak. Oof. I asked you also back then about the investigation to COVID origins. Is the FBI in charge of the investigation of the origins of the coronavirus? Uh, we certainly have a role in looking into the origins of the coronavirus. Now there's this Department of Energy study uh, that says it's likely uh, to have come from a lab leak, although the confidence is low. It cites the FBI. What is the determination by the FBI? So, uh, as you note, Brett, uh, the FBI has for uh, quite some time now assessed 
that the origins of the pandemic are most likely a potential lab incident in Wuhan. Let me step back for a second. You know, the FBI has folks, agents, professionals, analysts, virologists, microbiologists, etc., who focus specifically on the dangers of biological threats, which include things like novel viruses like COVID, uh, and the concerns that in the wrong hands, some bad guys, a hostile nation state, a terrorist, a criminal, the threats that those could pose. So here you're talking about a potential leak from a Chinese government-controlled lab that killed millions of Americans, and that's precisely what that capability uh, was designed for. I should add that, uh, that our work related to this continues, and there are not a whole lot of details I can share that aren't, aren't classified. I will just make the observation that the Chinese government, seems to me, has been doing its best to try to thwart and obfuscate uh, the work here, the work that we're doing, the work that our U.S. government and, and close foreign partners are doing, um, and that's unfortunate for everybody. All right. Now let's get into the article, shall we? Scrolling down here, as I can see, or as you can see too, Channel 4, it's a government-ran news outlet. I'm not using a government-ran news outlet to talk about the investigation into the news. Counterintuitive. Go over here to the center outlet. Seven hours ago, or seven days ago, FBI director, uh, VOA News. All right, center, high factuality. Then you hop over here to the right, seven days ago, high factuality, NHK World. So we're gonna go use NHK World, high factuality, seven days ago. Don't know which came first, but, you know, I'm vaguely right-leaning, so I'm using a right-leaning outlet. FBI Chief. COVID-19 likely, uh, COVID-19 pandemic likely caused by lab leak in China. We have a clip right here. China. A top U.S. official has told media COVID-19 most likely originated from a Chinese laboratory. It follows media reports of similar high-profile claims out of Washington. FBI Director Christopher Wray was speaking to Fox News on Tuesday. He said an assessment by the Bureau found the novel coronavirus probably leaked from a facility in Wuhan. He also said China is trying to block efforts to learn more about the pandemic's origins. China's Foreign Ministry spokesperson dismissed Wray's claims and accused the U.S. of trying to politicize the pandemic. The U.S. intelligence community's track record for fraud and deception shows its conclusions have no credibility whatsoever. The U.S. speculation about lab leaks will not discredit China. The comments come after U.S. media reported on findings from the Department of Energy on Sunday. It had also concluded with low confidence COVID likely originated from the Wuhan lab. The White House says it has not made any conclusions on the findings. Other U.S. agencies have also asserted the virus likely jumped naturally from animals to humans. Hmm. Well, the White House can go fuck itself, in my opinion. Took a little blibber in here. The director of the U.S. Federal Bureau of Investigation has officially unveiled for the first time that the agency assessed 
that the origins of the COVID-19 pandemic are most likely a potential laboratory incident in Wuhan, China. Wrong. Wrong on all accounts. When this article come out, March 1st, you are wrong. The FBI said this, as we've already established multiple times, back in 2021 in the earliest. So, fake news. FBI Director for director Christopher Ray made the revelations in an interview on Fox News Tuesday and said it appeared the Chinese government had been trying to thwart efforts to get to the bottom of the matter. The FBI is among government agencies that the com- that comprise the U.S. intelligence community. Another media outlet reported on Sunday that a report from the U.S. Energy Department had also assessed that the coronavirus had the sp- had spread after an unintentional lab leak, although it reached the conclusion with low confidence. The department is also among the intelligence community. The findings are at odds with analysts by other U.S. agencies, which are undecided or have concluded the pandemic started when the virus passed naturally from an animal to a human. The White House said there is no definitive conclusion on the matter. Keck. Cope and seethe. But that brings us to the end of this episode. And I'm going to get into a little bit more of a culture war episode next. Elon Musk, Tucker Carlson, COVID, and Cobert. That and more in the next episode of Inside Four Walls. And until next time, I've introduced James Madison, debunking as many narratives as I possibly can. I hope to catch you guys later. And... I hope you guys share, like, comment, and subscribe below. If there's anything I got wrong, please leave a correction in the comments below. Also, feel free to promote and endorse yourself in the comments below. We need to have a decentralized network of as many independent voices as possible to always challenge and outsmart the establishment, be it a authoritarian right or left. Until next time, folks. Uh, yeah, peace. Message will resonate with voters. Let's talk better mileage. Kill the bastards.